thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. And well, we're sitting here in Davao. I've never been to Davao before. This is called Not Another Empty Suit. That's the name of my podcast. And Not Another Empty Suit is about people who are doing real things to make a difference to the environment. And I've traveled all the way to to the south of the Philippines to Davao to meet you to find out what you're doing. So please introduce yourself and tell me what you're doing. Okay, I'm Engineer Lisa Madraso. I am the Environment Officer of Davao City. So really, Vladimir told me more and more about you just a few months, two months, I think, ago. Then I was just so happy to, to know, actually, that you, in spite of the status that you have, you have a heart on the environment and, of course, helping people around. So, just like any other Filipinos, we're just so grateful, really, to, to meet people like you, especially, very special to us, because, you know, you shared something to educate also our guys there in the plant and they're even telling me mom where, where is he coming back they're asking about it so uh, i just tell them oh maybe i, I just don't know it's, if maybe he likes how you treat him maybe that's the time that he will be coming back so that's how so really for us in the city it's a great opportunity really for me to meet you i'm so happy as i said that you really have a heart in the environment yeah. Well, but, but you have a job here full-time running waste management. That's yes. not easy. Yeah, not, not really easy, especially if you're handling more than a thousand of people in the city. It's not just holding garbage, but still making the streets clean and having all these streets being landscaped. So that's one. And other than that, some other programs that we used to coordinate with other agencies, the national government, and of course, different sectors of the city. What is good really in Davao because people here really easily cooperate. Yeah. So how, how many people live in Davao? Uh, around 1.6 million. And you're worrying about the waste from all those people and the businesses of course. Uh, more or less in Davao we have 40,000 business establishments I think that we use to collect this garbage. Um, um, what are you able to recycle here? Yeah. We, this recycle was just like we, we have a mandate actually that we have to segregate our waste and we recycle aside from the use oil, use oil from the households. Yeah, this recyclables that's from the households. But you're doing paper and aluminium and steel and all yes, these things? anything. Even the steel and metals and oh, cartoons like that and even this. What's this? This disaster debris, just like when there's a fire, there, there's a flood, we used to collect also those. What about plastic? Are you yeah. making any difference with plastic? Yeah, plastics. We, we used to collect that. And most of the most of the household really collect also and then they sold it to the junk shops. And they earn money out of that. Right. So that's a part of their some of those people in the community. It's their means of livelihood. Okay. Yeah, this, Especially we have so many waste pickers also, waste pickers in the landfill, yes. so... So there are waste pickers yeah, on the landfill, there, so there's people a, that... There's a waste pickers in the landfill, so it's really people from the different walks of life. It's not really people that just live in the Yes, yes. And there are some people that really 
just to cast program. Yeah. Uh, they collect recyclables, just like plastics. And then they're making money out of it. Is it difficult to get people to really want to do this in their household? To get them really? to segregate their own? There, there, there are really, it's part of our, what's this, problem. Yeah. I mean, because not all people obey. But it's a problem in, the, in every country in the world trying to get the general public engaged. How have you managed it in Davao? Yeah, for me, since uh, it's really my, it's our mandate from the office to make these people believe. We present several different programs about environment, especially on waste management. So for us also in the government that we can probably reduce our waste, considering that our landfill seems to fill up already. So but I think your mayor made a bit of difference when he signed executive orders making some of this recycling compulsory. Yeah, it's really, no, no. It, it's really work easy for us if there are some executive orders or maybe some memorandums okay. issued by the executive or the mayor. So the people actually in Davao just follow, but we cannot consider it eventually that, that they are all perfect in doing such things. Yes. So there's also a problem like that. But for the people that don't know, your mayor, once he'd finished the executive orders, he went and got another job. Yeah. What's some, his job some now? Of those, some of those really trying to trying to make the job easy so that they can have another job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think his job he went to was to become president. Yeah. So does that mean if you write executive orders for waste recycling, then you can become president? No, not really. It depends on the leader. You know, yeah, this, our president Duterte here, he's been in, in, as a mayor for more than 20 years. And people really believe in him because he was able to settle problem and peace and order. That's, it started really with a peace and order and goes with other social programs. Yeah, we, we have so many programs in, in the city. And one of which is aquaculture environment. Do, do you think that we're really going to be successful in removing the problems of climate change and recycling things? Do you think as a human beings we're going to be able to do it? Yes, it, it really helps. You know, we have some campaigns all over, especially in this industri industrial sector. Yeah. We have really campaign for that, for this climate change program. And the government really is having this sustainable program in their climate change. So. Talking about the footprints, if there are some companies that would establish business here in Davao, they're obliged to have a hectares of area to plant trees. They are actually obliged to plant millions of trees just to have these footprints, the cutting of footprints. So our DNR here is really so strict about the program and it is just all the LGUs in the city have to follow. Do you think if we can calculate the carbon footprint of Davao, that you can calculate how many trees you need to plant for Davao, and you can be a municipality that is net zero? Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. So it's really working for more than, I think, five years now. More than five years. So every time, as I said, there are some investors coming in, they are really obliged to comply. Just like planting trees, that uh, maybe within that business area, but maybe they can go or purchase a lot. Might be in any part of the city that they have to, to plant. So that's how the city did it. It must be tiring doing what you do. How do you find the energy to do this? Uh, for, for me, I, I'm not tired about my work. You know, I've been 
I've been in the government for more than 30 years, if you can imagine. And I, I just love my work because I, I actually construct or develop a part. Maybe I can send you on one of this area, just near in the where this uh, blood is staying. In front of that is a park, I developed that. Ah, I saw and, it, I drove past it today. And there is one small park also, maybe we can pass after here, that I just make it just a mini park, just a miniature park. So that's, that's my work. I, I do landscaping. I'm a chemical engineer, but I did <laughs> landscaping waste collection so when people ask me what's your job i'm a garbage collector <laughs> yeah i used to say that because i i really love my work especially when i saw these trees growing yes. tall having these landscapes growing like that and there are some other people passing along the streets and they will say oh who did these things they yeah. ask about that then they will point in our office, they just tried to see Ingenio Madrazo. She asked about her. So there are some residents really that went to our office asking us on making the design for their own respective homes. So you just be happy because they recognize your effort. So that's how. I have to say, I'm very glad of your efforts and I hope all of your team are as well. And, and you know that that's why I mentioned to, to Blood. You know, Blood, I'm, I'm also an. A member of this Philippine League of Environment Officers okay. in the Philippines. So that's why I'm encouraging him. Maybe during our convention, we are trying to to invite just like entities or establishments to present their programs in environment. So I, I told him maybe maybe you can be a partner on this advocacy. It's not really something that you have to earn something from this, but really just an advocacy to share to all these environment officers around the Philippines. So I, I'm a member of that and I am the ambassador of this region. It's a great way of spreading good news and spreading best practice and yeah. telling people what we do. Actually, I also went to ASEAN countries just like in Laos, we've been there. Uh, of course Singapore and some and even Australia just to share the the problems that we have here in Dago, the best practices that we have. And I'm just happy also that there are some other cities or edges that used to go to Davao just to benchmark, trying to know what's the best practice that we have. But in my mind, do I really have a best practice? <laughs> but according to them, Davao is doing fine. I think the best practice you bring is enthusiasm and passion for the subject. It is just leading this group to do such things, especially this these children. Yeah. Uh, I used to partner with Academ, the school yeah. children, uh, teaching them how to manage waste in their respective houses, trying to educate their parents or relatives or yeah. friends about how to segregate something. So anything, anything I I do that just to make people understand what's the program all about. Fantastic. Well, I think it's time for us to eat our lunch. Thank you very much for spending some time. It's a pleasure actually working with you, especially this day that you got you your first time in Endeavor. So I think it's been this is just as the beginning of our partnership in this advocacy. So I would like to congratulate you for this. Thank you.